Yeah. I'm about to lose focus. I noticed I can't unattach like the host is broken. Smoking OG just to hold the motion. Trying to be the difference. I don't know the quotient. Love is a drug and I'm overdosing. Life is a ride full of roller coasting. I just want to rock the boat while we float the ocean. I just want to have a family and show devotion. I know. Welcome back to Unqualified and Uneducated. If you are returning, you already know. And if you are a new guest or a new listener, I am Robert, and today we have... Yo, what's up, what's up? It's your boy, Carl. Carl, uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to say my last name. I don't want the government knowing who I really am, so I'm just... Uh, it's Carl. It's your boy, the junior rookie nephew podcaster, yo, just yo, coming yo. at you from uh, from Clovis over yo, here. Yo, yo, yo. It just gets longer every time, but... <laughs> Yeah, so it, I think whatever it's like episode seven. Who's counting? Nobody's counting at counting. this point. I stopped counting after episode one. We're just here to stay. Yeah. So hey, Carl, anything, anything happened this week? Interesting. I mean, how nothing, are you, how are you nothing, doing? Uh, you good? Nothing too interesting happening, you know. Are you good though? Oh, I'm good, bro. I'm I'm gravy, man. My life was kind of down in the dumps for a little bit there, and I mean. In the dumps, I'm talking about like the privileged dumps. You okay, know what okay. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now, like, we're on the up and up. Mm-hmm. Your boy's got another interview coming up. Got to make sure I wash my shirt because <laughs> I only have one dress shirt. You know what I'm saying? And then I gotta like iron that somehow. Mm-hmm. Still gotta figure that deal out, or yeah, I'm just gonna man. hang it up while I'm taking a hot shower. And then, uh, yeah, everything's just going good in my uh, personal life. So. We're, we're uh, on a high right now. That's great. You know, if you just put your clothes in the dryer, I think it gets out all the wrinkles and you won't even have to uh, iron it. Even for those fancy ass like dress shirts where you got to put a tie on it? Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I got to look fresh and clean, man. Uh, you're I got right. right. I, I to gotta go to an interview on Monday with the big dogs. Okay, I, I feel you. It's, it's funny because like, you know, now you have to be, it's like, it's like you're a superhero, right? You're yeah. really, you're really, you got to conceal your real identity as being unqualified. <laughs> and you have to present yourself as super qualified. That's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> so, you, so you're not going to put unqualified and uneducated on your resume? Oh, uh, bro, I actually did put it on there as my number one employer, so. <laughs> They're going to ask you, what was your salary at that uh, corporation? And you're going to say, ah, you know, there were some zeros involved. <laughs> but I, the number, I just can't discuss it with you. You wouldn't understand how much I'm making. Just tell a lot of zeros were involved in this business. <laughs> Lots of zeros. <laughs> but I'm, I'm glad you're good. I'm, I'm doing all right. I got a, I got a little confession to make. Uh, oh, let's hear it. Let's hear it. And, and, well, as you guys know, in, in an effort to uh, get better sound on this podcast, Carl and I have tried many different things. Last week, Carl was uh, either last week or the week before. Probably all the weeks so far, Carl's been turning off the AC. So he's yeah, been sweating I'm, it out. Let me just jump in real quick. AC off, no fan on, damn near butt-ass naked for the sound quality, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, like... I've, you know, I've in this in the efforts to keep up with my boy, I've turned off the AC. But last week, I decided to, you know, the AC is the loudest thing in my apartment. The next loudest instrument or whatever you want to call it is the refrigerator. <laughs> um, so this week, I decided to unplug the refrigerator. My thinking is it would only be unplugged for forty five minutes to an hour. The things in my refrigerator, 
should be able to withstand, you know, withstand whatever. They should last for an hour to 45 minutes to an hour. And, Yo, I, I stand by that logic. And I assume that they did. I, I assume I assume they did. But the problem was, you know, after we recorded the episodes, the last thing I said to Carl was, I'm tired. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> so that night, like, as, as, as I was, I was tired, and I went to sleep. And, I, you know, I didn't brush my teeth. I didn't do anything. I just went straight to sleep. Honestly, oh, I, think boy. The, I think the door was unlocked and everything. Oh. <laughs> I was just really tired last week. So I, I, went, I went to sleep, and I, didn't, I forgot to plug the refrigerator back in. Oh boy! <laughs> and so the next morning, I don't really eat breakfast. I usually don't really eat until twelve o'clock at at work. So I go to work, and you know my my food and my my <laughs> everything that the ice, everything's just in the refrigerator melting. And you know I I made plans with a buddy from work, and we went we were like, oh let's go get some sushi after work. So I'm like I'm down. So you know I go home, and then my refrigerator is completely off and i was like what happened i'm thinking the power went out i'm checking checking the uh the freaking outlet and i go lo and behold it's unplugged right where i left the plug off you got do you have like a nice little puddle in your yeah. in your kitchen or what right, right where the ice dripped <laughs> Ooh. so uh it, you know the worst part about it was i was embarrassed as i should be <laughs> i was embarrassed about it so when i told people about it I didn't tell him I unplugged it because that was a little too uneducated, even for this podcast. <laughs> even for this podcast, what I did David was a like, little too... <laughs> why'd you unplug your fridge, boy? <laughs> I did not have an answer. I did not... My, my answer was so uneducated that I was embarrassed to tell people. <laughs> so I just told everyone the power was out. And every like I thought that people would just like, oh, man, your power's out. That's bad. But no, people were telling me, that happened to me, too. <laughs> <laughs> They were like, yeah, my power went out. We were sitting in the house, and we had the AC going, but it wouldn't work. So we had to open up the windows and turn on fans. And people were telling me these horror stories. And I was like, man, I, I, I'm just an idiot that unplugged the refrigerator <laughs> and forgot to plug it in. I was like, I, I just, I, so all you people out there that I told, told you that my power was, went out, it did not go out. I'm sorry that you guys had to go through whatever you went through because... <laughs> <laughs> this is last few weeks we've been like at a hundred like this last week we've been at a hundred and five degrees like the whole week so i feel bad for all you people that had to suffer through that i, I didn't suffer through any heat I, I just had an unplugged refrigerator that i unplugged <laughs> the only the only thing that i really suffered with was was there was two gallons not two gallons but two like cartons of ice cream that i showed was oh, about to turn no. up i was about to, i was ready to get into those the whole week because <laughs> your boy is lactose intolerant I can't I can't eat ice cream throughout the week or I'm 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 down and out for the count. I'm out. I feel that, bro. I feel that. <laughs> I'm out. So I, ice cream this happened we recorded on Thursday, so I was like ready for getting that ice cream and eat that for the weekend, but you know, it just didn't happen. <laughs> just you know. So you know, I just wanna you know, I just had to let y'all know, man. I'm sorry for all those people out there that uh Went through the heat, lost their food and stuff. I lost food too, but it was just because of my own stupid, uh, my own uneducated self. Yeah, these people out here, like, man, yeah, we had to go, we had to go thirty six hours candlelight only, man. <laughs> we had to cook power. our food over these candles. It's... We only had to get, we had to get water from, uh, we filled up the water from the bathtub <laughs> and all this other stuff. And you're over here, like, yeah, man, yeah, my power man, went out too. too. My, yeah, man, like. My strawberries got messed up. 
my my raspberries was in there. My milk is gone. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's just like man. So shout out to all the people out there, all the hot people out there. Not talking looks, talking temperature. It's hot out here. It is hot, man. Shout, how, hot. How, how hot is it in Fresno? It's got to be. You know, I, today I think it was like 103, something like that. It's just dead heat, and it's like, and it's it's like muggy hot because of those fires that's been going down oh, in Yosemite. Yeah. Oh yeah, the just muggy fires. hot casts a big old thick gray cloud over Fresno, and it's smoggy already without that going on. Yeah, so yeah. it's just twice as hot. It's just nasty out there. Oh man, that's unfortunate. I I, I just want to say, you know. So all the people out there that are affected by the 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 Yosemite fires, I think it's the Ferguson fires. You know, you know, you're in our prayers. Um, yes, sir. All the people that have to leave their houses and you know all that things is everything that's going on. We just feel terrible about that and hope everything everyone just gets out of there safe. I know there's evacuations going on and it's just messing up air quality. And we hope everybody makes it out of there safe and the people that are really being affected by it. I hope everyone can just give those guys, you know. You know, some prayers and, you know, keep them in your thoughts. Yeah, and hopefully Yosemite stays beautiful, right? Yeah, I think, you know, that's just one of the things that comes with these wildfires is, I think wildfires are natural. You know, it's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. what the... You know, uh, I ain't like 100% science proven, but I'm pretty sure uh, fires that are naturally started, not uh, like someone... Like burn cigarette. down a forest intentionally, but those natural fires is uh is good for them for us. It helps uh new Re- seeds yeah, get planted and everything. So yeah, it helps with the regrowth and you know starting start starting new. It's good. It's good for the forest, but those are the natural wildfires that are brought on by natural forces. Natural. You know what? You know what? Maybe um I've been trying to get a beard. You know, like one of those thick oh, lumberjack beards. I wonder if that same idea works with facial hair. If I burn off. All the hair on my face, if it'll come back nice and strong, you know? I doubt that. <laughs> but, you know, on this podcast, anything could happen. I'll let you know how it goes next week. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Let's get, let's get into what we're really here for. As you guys know, we are the podcast that, that tries to give an opinion on sports. Sports, music, anime, and music, and very somehow, educated opinions at that. Somehow those opinions come off, you know, they're intended to be educated and very qualified, but they come off a little unqualified and a little uneducated. That's a just lie. Just a little. Just a that's little. That's a lie. They come off really unqualified and really uneducated. But let's all, get this all this show. come off the top. Let's just get this show on the road. Let's do it. So checking out the docket for today, we have the Spurs medical team. <laughs> Have you heard about what well, what happened with um with uh what what came what what came out with uh Danny Green's injury? So all that I know about the Spurs medical team is how Kawhi was uh thought they were shady and wanted to go with his own squad. So I don't really know about this whole Danny Green deal. So it, it what if came you want to enlighten me? What came out? The, it came out in I forgot what article. I never know articles, and I'm not shouting anyone out. An article came out on Bleacher Report. That should be that's enough shout out. That's a shout that's out. That's a right shout there, out right man. there. So an article came out on Bleacher Report that Danny Green played with an undiagnosed hamstring tear throughout the whole like for a large part of the season last year. And he uh he said he I think he said that he went for a second opinion. So, you know, uh it, it is what it is, you know. So we so it so 
it's not so much you know that people care about what happened to Danny Green, even though he's a good guy from what people say. I don't know him personally. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna say something. It's always funny when when sportscasters and reporters always say he's such a good guy. <laughs> they don't know <laughs> this person. <laughs> like they've never met this man in their life, and they're like, he's a great guy. He's just he's an amazing person. Like you don't know this man. Like this he's guy a, can have. He's like, a team player. You know how much you can tell by watching someone play basketball. You can tell everything about them. You know that's what they're saying. Like with like with, this man's a team player. He passes the ball. That's what I'm saying. That's a good guy. Yeah, he's a great guy. Like when Nick Foles won the Super Bowl, they're like he's an amazing guy. Or when he's the a great won, guy. He threw a he, spiral yeah, to the tight just, end. He just cares about people so much, and he wants everyone to be happy. They know Nick Foles could have like ten bodies buried under his house right now, allegedly. <laughs> And you don't you you don't know what you gonna look at Instagram and see his post on Instagram his philanthropic work on Instagram that he builds churches and stuff and you think oh, okay that's him you don't know who these people are but that's true man back to back to the point we kind of went off topic there um, like Danny Green you know people are kind of looking at the Spurs medical team now because it kind of justifies everything that Kawhi did or went through last year. Because if Danny Green played with an undiagnosed injury and it still bothered him enough that he got a second opinion from his own doctor, what does that say about the medical team? Yeah, that's that's a that that's kind of crazy because everybody was on Kawhi like I feel like everybody was on Kawhi like man, why does dude not trust the Spurs? Mm-hmm. You know, because every you know everybody was like Spurs is a great organization. Everybody loved Pop. You know. Yeah. I don't know crap about their freaking uh, medical staff, but, I mean, they're dispersed, so obviously they got to be a good medical staff. But um, after hearing that, what you just said, that's really interesting. Like, now I would go back on, like, if I I was thinking, like, Kawhi was weak for not trusting their doctors, I'm more like, dang, that dude, Kawhi might be one of the smartest – Smartest dang dudes in the freaking NBA. Yeah. Just because he knew how sh- freaking whack these Spurs doctors are, man. Exactly. And he did the smart thing by sitting out and resting his injury. Because if he felt like he was hurt, he was hurt. And it shows that, you know, it's two people in a row. That's a, you know, you know. Yeah, that's time. crazy. It's two people in a row. That's, that's a, that's a, it's starting to become a correlation now. It's not, you know, Danny Green's playing hurt. Now you got, you got... You got Kawhi playing hurt, and there's and I don't know how uh, how many other we can probably should have looked at before, but you could probably just go through the list and see who or what players on the Spurs played hurt or played injured. I know for a fact Manu Ginobili was probably has played hurt before, but I know was that cleared to go by the medical team. I know Tony Parker has a lot of respect for the medical team. I think because he came out and said something like, "I have the same injury, and I yeah. a lot faster." So that's I don't know that's crazy man that Danny Green was injured that whole time and like how long do you wait to get your second opinion on something like that uh, like don't you feel like a what was it a torn hamstring would yeah, you say yeah something yeah it's like a torn hamstring I think yeah like partially or partially you, torn or something don't you feel like you could just tell something's wrong if it's partially torn yeah no I, I that's what that's you know that's something that is interesting because it's like like what I I'm hurt. You're telling me I could play, but I'm hurt. But then, couldn't it, like, even, like, I'm not saying I know, but couldn't it also, like, potentially just be on Danny Green? Like, maybe 
uh, yeah, maybe they they did like a quick check on Danny Green because he he didn't feel injured or he was like trying to uh, man up or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. But then like, I don't know. It's just like it could be on Danny Green. Like he just didn't want to go back and like get it checked out, and then like later down the road he's like, oh dang. This thing's starting to hurt like a mother. I better go see yeah. my my doctor and have him check it out. Yeah, you know? the, I don't know. There is the whole idea of playing hurt. You're not injured, you're hurt. Yeah. So I think that might have played into the factor. He was just playing hurt. You know, he's just you know, being a spur tough toughing it out. So I can understand that, but it's like how lo- how far you, you have a these guys have a lot of money on the line. Like like you said, like how 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 long do you go before you get a second opinion? Because you 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 run the risk of turning into Isaiah Thomas and losing out on a lot of money. A lot of money. Or you run the risk of further injuring yourself and turning into a Derrick Rose or a Brandon yeah. or Brandon Roy or you know career ending injury because you wanted to be loyal to a franchise that we're starting to see that franchises aren't necessarily going to be loyal to the players. So it's just it's it's that's you know where do you where do you draw a line as far as playing hurt? Yeah, I I don't know, man. I I feel like if it was me, right when I feel something wrong, because like these dudes are pro athletes, they know their body inside and out. If you think about it, you yeah. know. Yeah. And uh, right when you feel something's off, man, I'm it's just off. going straight to the medical staff for the team and maybe even just get a second opinion because like it's not like it's gonna cost you so much money you You know you're an nba player you're making millions of dollars it's cool man exactly and then uh like what do you think about how do you think Kawhi feels about this like he's probably like dude danny just proved my point right there i know but what wouldn't you be kind of upset with danny if you're Kawhi? because look at you you're getting thrown over you're getting raked over the coals the whole season the whole season. Oh dang! I didn't even think about and, it. Like you know, that. everyone's like, "Oh, Kawhi <laughs> getting a second opinion." The Spurs team, Spurs medical staff is the greatest. You need to take care of it. They they let Tim Duncan, Manu Ginobili, and, and Tony Parker play until like they're fifty seven. You know what I mean? And then you're you're Kawhi. You're like, man, I just I'm hurt. And then you got Danny Green sitting there the whole time. I don't know how long this went on with his uh, undiagnosed injury, uh, but like the whole time this is going on, Danny Green is going through a kind of the exact same thing, except Danny Green is choosing to play. Yeah, and he has he didn't say anything. Yeah, that's that's crazy, man. Anything? <laughs> like I don't, like I know that uh, in in when Danny Green was asked about Kawhi sitting out, he wasn't really negative or really that uh, stern on Kawhi being out. So maybe that played into a factor because uh, Tony Parker was just kind of like, I don't know why he's not here. He should be playing. That was kind of his yeah. sentiment. And Manu Ginobili was kind of the same. But, like, Danny Green was not was kind of neutral, I guess. But even that neutrality in the sense that you're you're kind of going through the same thing except you're choosing to play hurt. You know, that kind of that would rub me the wrong way if I'm Kawhi. And I, I kind of see why he felt like his relationship with the Spurs just – he couldn't I, – I, I, like, this whole thing makes me think, like, Kawhi's right. I couldn't play with this team. I couldn't play with these guys. Yeah. Who like these guys don't have my back. If the like we're, like how how can you st- how could you play for the Spurs if you feel like the Spurs don't have your back? Uh, you know, the coach doesn't have your back. Your players don't have your back. The organization, no one has your back. You have to leave. It's like I agree with Kawhi hundred percent now. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's pretty crazy. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like at 
some point Kawhi was probably got affected by it, but then like just I don't know, seeing the type of player he is, obviously watching him play basketball allowed me to see what kind of person he is uh not with basketball. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like he kinda Except Kawhi. I feel like he I feel like he kinda just like he like got over it. You know, I feel like yeah. maybe he did get a little pissed off and then eventually he was just like he came out with like he ain't gonna go to, he's not gonna play for the Spurs anymore, wanted yeah. to get traded. So I think after that it was just like Whatever, man. I think Kawhi, Kawhi is probably the one player where you could be like, actually, I think he's probably like that in real life. Just, <laughs> yeah, it's like I, I feel like he just like, like he cared for a second and then he's like, yeah, whatever, man. Yeah, Kawhi, I'm like, just gonna do what I'm gonna do. He does seem like a guy that gets over things and he's just he's not really affected by things like that. So I feel like he probably was just like, oh, that's how it is. All right, fine, I'm out. Yeah, I'll play. And then I feel like because Danny Green's gonna go play with them in uh, Toronto, right? Yeah. I feel like there ain't going to be any beef between them. I mean, like, yo, man, it's crazy. You had that injury. You didn't say nothing. It's whatever, though. Right, like, it's let's whatever. just ball up. Uh, pass. Just, just make the shot, man. Just make the shot. Yeah, just just make a shot. Make all the right? shot. Yeah, just play defense. Just play defense, bro. <laughs> but I'll be like, if Danny Green ever got hurt, if I'm, if I'm Kawhi and Danny Green ever got hurt around me, I'm like, just play up, bro. <laughs> it's undiagnosed. Just play up. Like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't get that checked out now, huh? huh? You want a second opinion? You ain't going to say that? Mm, okay. I give you a second opinion, Danny. Okay, okay, okay. You should, yeah. just play the game, bro. You should yeah. just get back in the just game. Play. I'll be I'll be quiet on the bench, you know, all hurt, gimped up, and everything. Just play, Danny. Just play. <laughs> <laughs> so, so since we're in the East, how do you feel about the Kevin Love extension? Dang, that was a smooth transition. I like it. <laughs> you like the? You like it? It was it was so blunt and mm. to the point. I'm down with it. Oh, you're talking about my transition. <laughs> yeah, that transition. Oh, right oh, I thought you were talking about the transition from LeBron. <laughs> no, I'm talking about your transition right now. You said, "Oh, so we in the East? Let's talk about Kevin Love." Hey, man, we we getting better. We getting better just because we ain't unqualified and uneducated. I mean, we can't get better, right? All right. So, uh, how long was this this extension for? Four years? Is mm-hmm. that what I saw? Four years, one hundred and twenty million, I think. Like, why in the world <laughs> would you pay Kevin Love that much money for four years, man? Buku, like, Buku that's dollars. The, that's freaking money you play for. You pay to somebody that you're trying to build your team around. That's so you tell me LeBron now they're money. trying to build their team around Kevin Love and Colin Sexton. Thirty million a year. Oh gosh, man. That you know, I just honestly, I just don't understand NBA contracts. I wouldn't pay Kevin Love that much. I'd, if anything, if you're trying to sign him back, I'm two years. You know, I'd go two years for Kevin Love. Four years—that's a commitment, man. Like, yeah, yeah. how old is he now? He, ooh, I think he's got to be at least twenty-eight. He's can't. He you don't came think in he's a, in his thirties? Nah, he came in with like, like with like, uh, he came in with around the time like Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant. That dude plays like an old person, though. Yeah, no, you're right, Kevin. Let me. I'm looking up right now. I'm pretty sure he's he's got to be like 28. He's got to be 28 because he don't age as well as the other guys, though. Nah, you're right. He uh he he does actually. Honestly, though, his game probably would age pretty well just because all he's gonna do is shoot threes and get rebounds. That's that YMCA strat. That is true. He wait wait. He was born in 1988. So he, okay. That would make him what, like twenty nine? Yeah. No. Oh. Or thirty? Yeah, twenty nine, thirty. Oh, he's turning thirty. Twenty nine or thirty? Yeah. Uh, well, that doesn't matter. Yeah. It, yeah. Anyway, it, that's a lot of money to tie up to a thirty year old. 
Yeah, he would be 34 years old. That's not a proven winner. I mean, yeah, he won a championship. He didn't win a championship. LeBron won a championship. Yes, and he he I, he was he was and he was inaugural piece of that championship team. But before LeBron was there, Kevin Love never made the play. He never, he's never made the playoffs with LeBron. You know, I just don't understand why they gave him this much money. I mean, I get it when they gave they gave him a big deal when he for after the first year in Cleveland. That's kind of like because you know we got LeBron, we got Kyrie, he's our third guy. But as yeah. the number one guy, I don't know if Kevin Love is the guy that's gonna. Yeah, I don't like know that's if, that is a big time commitment like, to Kevin Love. Like, may, but maybe there's something in that contract where it's like maybe they made it in a way where they can trade him off easier with that money. I have no idea no, no, how no, that would make any sense. There's no but, player. There's no player option. There's no team option. I don't believe. I think it's just a straight up one twenty eight. I mean, Gosh, 124, four-year deal. And so that's virtually, he's not tradable. No one's going to trade for Kevin Love $30 million. I'm not sure if there's a trade kicker in there involved, but I don't I don't know how the, I don't know how the contract setup is. If there's a poison pill, like the back, it's back-loaded or front-loaded. Uh, I just know that I don't, I'm not trading for an old Kevin Love unless you're giving me so many first-round picks. Yeah, an old Kevin Love, just Ryan Anderson right now. That's just a, yeah, he's a souped-up Ryan Anderson. Yeah, a Ryan Anderson who could rebound more. Yeah, exactly. And like, so okay, so let's just say, let's just say that because let's let's just say that they believe that Kevin Love is a, a franchise guy, and they believe that he's going to get them to where I don't know where, but he's going to get them. To, let's say they say he's going to get them in the playoffs. Can they make the playoffs in the East? Yeah. You think so? Yeah, the East is weak. It is, but look at check it out. You got the you got uh, up top. You have the Celtics. You have yeah. the Seventy Sixers, you have the Raptors, you have the Pacers at four, you have the Bucks at five. Mm-hmm. At six, you have the Wizards. At seven, you have okay. At seven and eight, that's where it starts to get a little. Yeah, I I can see the Cavs being anywhere six through eight. They just, I just, mm. just because I mean they, yeah, they lost LeBron, but they still do have talent on their team right because they still have well i don't know have they signed rodney hood back i assume they're going to eventually i, I don't i actually i don't know if they mm, okay i can see that with rodney like hood rodney hood uh larry nance is still was, there yeah larry nance there i don't know if jordan clarkson but it's like they still have those players that can take them into the very lower tiers of the playoffs i'm not saying they're going to be contenders or like make any noise but with that amount of like pretty decent talent i could see them making the playoffs in the east okay um let me, let me just let me just take a look at the who else is in the east because i feel like i'm missing out on i mean there's the there's the uh the heat are always potential oh, the heat, the to... heat. So, no, okay so that's the heat's a lock the heat's a lock so they're going to be they they are going to be fighting for the east east the eighth seed the eighth seed these, these are who these are who they're going to be fighting for they're the gonna hornets be, they're going to be fighting against the pistons they're gonna be fighting against the actually, yeah. They're gonna be fighting against the Pistons and maybe the Bulls. Charlotte, yeah. depending on what they do at Kimba, and maybe Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it, I feel like I feel like Detroit makes a seat. I feel like Detroit's a playoff team. 
I don't. I Detroit's don't, just a whack version of the, the Clippers. I though. know that is. I just want to believe in them. I just want to. I like. I feel like they have too many competent NBA players to not make the playoffs. But like I, that's how I feel about the Cavs. They got a lot of pretty competent players, but right, I mean, I guess okay, they didn't do too hot. Uh, let's let's, run, it, let's so. run through the rosters. At point guard, you got George Hill going against Reggie Jackson. Who wins that one? I got Reggie Jackson. Oh, Jackson. As shooting guard, you have, I think, I don't know, Stanley Johnson versus Rodney Hood. J.R. Smith. What you ain't starting Rodney Hood for a shooting guard? Are you going to start him at three? Yeah, I'm going to start at the three. All right, all right. J.R. Smith wins. Oh, you for real over Stanley Johnson? Stanley Johnson Dude, is open right now. Who has more, uh, J.R. Smith has way more experience in the playoffs and everything. All right, yeah, all right, he made fine. a little uh, okay, air. Okay, fine. Okay, playoffs, fine. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. All right, I'm we'll, taking that experience. Okay, so right now, so okay, so okay, so plus with LeBron gone, I can see J.R. Smith's numbers going up. Like he could produce a lot more. All right, I'll give you that one. So they get so it's uh, so it's one 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 run right now. The th- at the three spot, you got. Uh, Ooh, who who runs the three? I feel like Stanley Johnson runs the three in the Pistons. I'm trying to think who runs the two guard. Is it Luke Kennard? I guess we could say that. I don't have no idea who their shooting guards are. And that is that is true. I guess that helps. Uh, I think uh, yeah, they have like Luke Kennard. Uh, I think I think they're starting. They're starting two and three is going to be Luke Kennard and uh, uh, Stanley Johnson. So, yeah. So I'll I'll take Jared Smith or Luke Kennard as shooting guard. So it's yeah. one one at small forward. It's Rodney Hood versus Stanley Johnson. I'm gonna go Rodney Hood. Yeah, I like Rodney Hood over Stanley Johnson just because I haven't seen Stanley Johnson really. I think Stanley Johnson has a good year. Produced. I think he has a good year this year. I think you have. Yeah, I hope he does. I've always always liked him, but he's just like it's just like mediocre. I think, you know? I think he has to. He'll have, he has to. So we got so okay so it's it's three one right now, two one two one, yeah two oh, sorry two two one, at uh power forward you have Blake Griffin you have Kevin Love, I'm going Blake Griffin. It's not that big of a big of a, a beat. This is almost honestly you can say it's tied. That's a, that's a hard one. I'm I don't going, know. I'm going Blake Griffin because Blake Griffin can score, pass, and rebound, or Kevin Love can score rebound and do long passes he can do <laughs> hey that's pretty good man if he does those ucla passes he, does, he can business, do he can man. do he can do one or three long passes a game one to, <laughs> one to three long passes but blake can actually pass better i'm going blake but I don't I'm, know. I'm full i'm I, fine with the tie i yeah i, I could go with the tie because i could also like lean kevin loves away just because he's more of a threat from the outside, and, okay, like three I'll, point I'll, range I'll, adds a lot nowadays. Okay, I'll give I'll give Kevin Love a little more credit because we don't know what Kevin Love we're getting this season. Yeah, we, it's, we might, it's just it's so different with LeBron being gone. All these dudes could show out. If we get Minnesota, Kevin Love, they make the playoffs. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. So okay. So I'm gonna give. I'm gonna say it's a wash. Those two positions are a wash. Yeah. So now I'll what is it? It's 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 two one. It's two one. Uh, it's two one Pistons. Yeah, and then it's so then it's like what Tristan Thompson versus DeAndre Jordan. I mean Deon, Don, Andre Drummond. Yeah, that's what, that's Andre Drummond all day. So it's it's two it's two two. With yeah, so it, it could it could have, now it comes down to the bench. I don't know who the hell is on uh, the Pistons bench. That's I mean, what I'm saying. Like I just feel like the Cavs actually have like a 
don't they they have a relatively deep bench with like I, if Jordan Clarkson's still on the team and yeah. then with Larry Nance we didn't even mention him I, he, I okay you convinced me you got and you, then what I don't know wait Kyle Corver and they have, Colin, they have Colin Sexton too yeah they got Colin Sexton so I just feel like they they have the Seti Osman. like depth of potential Ace. players who could put like lead them to the playoffs you you convinced me i i agree you you convinced me i think they can make the eighth seed yeah i thought i thought at first i thought the pistons would be a playoff team they might not be unless unless you know the wizards drop out yeah which is which is also potential it's it's like because like now they're relying on what dwight howard it's likely but i just don't i keep john wall can't let that happen did you see that picture of John Wall? Oh yeah, he looked. Oh man, there were so many. He didn't look. He didn't look too good. Oh man, people were like saying. It. Yeah, people were roasting, roasting him. What guy said it looked like he was gonna ask him for change? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's my guy though, King Big Blood. Every time he scores a big bucket, he throws up two big old bees. Yeah, dude, that dude is uh, kind of crazy. <laughs> Okay, so move. <laughs> so we want so the Kevin Love contract or con- Kevin Love extension is a little perplexing, but if their goal is to make the playoffs, which it really shouldn't be, their goal is to should be able to stack up picks and build around Colin Sexton or get more talent and yeah. evaluate Colin Sexton as that guy. But with their roster how it's constructed, they have a lot of guys under contract for the next some odd years. So. I feel like they're they what they're thinking is they're good. At, they'll have the guys in their rosters are going to be good enough to not have a high draft pick, but not good enough to get them to the playoffs. So I guess they figure we might as well sign Kevin Love and <laughs> fight for the A seed. And that's what and that's the, how they are currently constructed. Constructed, they are built for fighting for the A seed. I hope they make the playoffs just because they signed Kevin Love to that dumb contract. You know, but you know, I could also just see them just. Tanking well, out, I can see, either, and just yeah. being garbage. Well, you know what? Is, okay, actually, good question. What is if they make the playoffs, and they and the guys on their team actually become NBA? They because after LeBron left, they'll be NBA players now. They'll they'll be they're not just gonna be cogs in the LeBron James playbook. Yeah, they're not just gonna be running around to the three point line or just looking for LeBron to pass on the ball. What does it say about LeBron? Like, if this team actually performs well enough to make the playoffs. And because when LeBron was playing with them, they were relegated to, you know, like pretty much an AAU team. Like watching the Cavs is just watching the AAU team with like LeBron on the, an AAU team. You just He just does what he's going to do and you play off that. Yeah. There's no playbook. There's nothing. So what is it? Is this, is this an indictment on LeBron? Like, can he... It's just saying if you want to play with LeBron, be willing to, to kind of give up a lot I don't of know. power. Or be willing be willing to mold to his style and just like you're you're at that point you're kind of just like a support supporting cast member rather than trying to be like a lead role, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Unless you're like Kyrie Irving. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless you're able to break free of that. And Kevin Love's gonna be the catalyst for that that analysis because we're gonna yep. you know, we could see him, you know, a guy averaging like eighteen and ten. If his numbers jump up to like twenty five and twelve, which even though he's twenty nine, we were ragging on him about twenty being twenty nine and thirty, and even though like I'm starting to realize that I was just trying to like say he would they wouldn't make the playoffs, I think Kevin Love's able to get into that you know twenty two twenty three points a game, tw- maybe even twenty four twenty five with the amount of shots he's gonna be able to have. 
Yeah. And he's, he's yeah. efficient. He's efficient too. <clears throat> and, you know, he's, he's going to be able to get the, all the rebounds he can. He's going to be fighting Tristan Thompson for rebounds. So, you know, it's going to, I feel like this is going to be, it's going to say a lot about LeBron not being a person that makes teammates better, but being a, te- a, per, a, t- a player that takes a lot away from teammates. He, he, yeah, he, he can get you deep into the playoffs. I don't know. I'm not necessarily calling him a guy that gets you championships because he's, what, like three and – Yeah, his record ain't too high. It's not too good. So he's a guy that can get you to deep into the playoffs, and if you're in the East, he can get you out the East and into the finals. He, but I don't – I'm not trying to go too in on LeBron, but I don't think he's a player that everyone says he is as far as he makes your teammates better than they are because he's not making because if you're going to make your teammates better you're helping them to be better basketball players not get yeah they just should grow everywhere shot. and not only in their three-point shooting capability exactly they should like lebron can get you a better shot sometimes yeah. but that's the shot that's going to change who you are as a player like he's like if he makes you better, that means oh he's gonna get Kevin Love the ball while he's deeper in the post and let him so he's so it's easier for him to do his post moves in the post. He's gonna get Kyrie Irving the ball when he's coming off a down screen and he's right right in the sweet spot and he can either decide if he's gonna do one dribble pull up or if he's gonna go to the basket. That's making your teammates better, or that's what I think of making your teammates better is. What LeBron does is he gets you into a moment where he's gonna get he's gonna draw defenders to him and then throw you the ball where you either can can shoot or pass it to somebody else. Yeah. I don't it, it's just it's just strange because that's what happens because he's LeBron, he's always gonna get that like defense is sucking in on him mm-hmm. and the him kicking it out for a wide open three is just like that's the best option. So I don't know, it's it's hard to say that it's like it's not that he's making it's his fault, like it's he's making the players play a different style it's just that's what happens because he's lebron yeah it just happens it's just he's just he's just too good yeah he's it's they have like defenses have to focus in on him Mm -hmm. because he's lebron so i don't know that's it's it's an interesting idea that's why i I always would want to see what lebron would be like if he was just lebron the player instead of like lebron the system just because yeah. you know, just to see what what it would look like if LeBron was actually just a small forward, like he he let go of like, all the roles. Well, you just have to. It's like those first couple, those first few seasons in the NBA. You know. Yeah. I think I know what you're saying. I don't know why. It's just like that. those. There when he was on the Cavs before he went to the Heat. Yeah, I think that's the most like genuine version of LeBron being like. On a team, yeah, he was the best player. Oh yeah, but you know, but it wasn't like how it is now, where that dude just uh, just gonna like attracts the entire defense. That is interesting, know. and I mean, but even even when you think about it, even then he was just too good for his own good because yeah, he propelled them to a higher level, and which allowed which kind of hurt their drafting opportunities. I don't think yeah. he was able to play with a high lottery pick. I don't think he ever played with a lottery pick in his time. Because he mm-hmm. was at, around that time where he was drafted, they he, they should have been able, you know, being you know a normal lottery team, you know, he should he should have been in, in the running to get like 
I think Dwight Howard was drafted the next year. Yeah. Uh, and then like then then there's like Chris Paul and Devin Darren Williams was after that. You know, he should have been able to play with some of those people in those drafts, but he wasn't because, you know, his style of play was able to to elevate his teams to the point where they were good enough. Like I think, I think his first year they almost made the playoffs. Yeah, but they didn't, you know, so that wasn't a high pick. Then next year, I think they made the playoffs. So it's just, you know, LeBron, we got off topic with LeBron. He's just too good, man. He's, he's, he's good. good. He's, got, he's, got a lot of, he's got a lot of assets at his disposal. Yeah. So moving on, another transition since we were talking about LeBron. Let's talk about one of LeBron's homeboys. Let's stay, <laughs> let's stay on the banana boat of topics, shall we? And Carmelo Anthony, after getting traded from the Oklahoma City Thunder, to the Atlanta Hawks is eventually mm-hmm. going to get bought out by the Hawks and every everything points to him going to the Rockets. Mm-hmm. So what can we say about this? The first thing I want to say is congratulations to Carmelo Anthony for going what's after well going after what's most important and that's the money. You Man. can always buy a ring later on or hop on to the Warriors later on. But right now, get your money, boo. But, like, he doesn't even deserve that money, man. Get your money, boo. There should be some, like, some clause in the contracts where if you just, you get really your just money, suck boo. and you don't deserve the money, they should be able to take 50% of the contract away. Nah, man, I'm on that That's finesse. That's boo boo, man. He's getting paid. Twenty like twenty seven million dollars to not play for the Hawks. I don't care because if you dumb. take away that from Carmelo, you'd have to take away from Mozgov, and Mozgov's my good, guy. Good dude, no, that dude's contract no. too big anyways. No, they no, should have no, no. cut that thing in half to like two years because he's so crap. No, I don't want Mozgov out here standing on inner passes looking for change and everything. That dude would have had like fifty million dollars. I, I don't want Miles Gaff to be affected by it just because you want Carmelo to lose his money. What about Luol Deng? I think this should go all across the NBA. Look at Luol Deng. What would he be if he wasn't getting that super fat contract from the Lakers? Dude would still have like twenty million dollars. <laughs> Joe Kim Noah. Got like <laughs> yeah, I remember Joe Johnson signed that five year $125 million contract and he's I I think he was still eating off that from Brooklyn. Man, but yeah, I just you know I I I honestly um I you know that's what you know I it's what bad teams do you know or rebuilding teams do they they get bad contracts and try to get assets from other teams. Um, but the Hawks didn't even get anything I from don't, that. Yeah, I don't even think they did. So they I don't got understand. Like Justin Anderson and a pick. Yeah, they paid twenty seven million dollars for Justin Anderson and a pick. Yeah, so that was that was not the best move by the Hawks. Which and Justin Anderson comes from uh, Philadelphia, right? Yeah, the, I, they, it was a three-team trade. Yeah, uh, I like the I like the move for the Thunder. Just get them out the way because they're able to you know get off of the get out of the luxury tax situation. They was going to yeah, have that, like a, that, that was smart. Yeah, they was, I think they were going to have like a three hundred million dollar luxury tax or something like that. Uh, yeah, I saw that. It was like the most money in the history of the NBA. Yeah, it was going to be something crazy. So they get off from under that, so that's always a plus. And they add our guy, Dennis Schroeder, a.k.a. Yeah, how do you feel about that? Yeah, that's so. I feel like, like, imagine his roster or lineup. You got Schro, Russ at two, Paul George at the three. You could put like Jay and Grant at the four. 
And then you could go big with uh, Stephen Adams. With Stephen Adams at the, Stephen Adam at, at the five, or what you can do is you can you know put every move everyone down a slot. And they got the I forgot the player they got from from um, Philadelphia. He has a French. He's a he's a, he's a Frenchman. He has his long name. I forget his name, but he could probably most likely be a Roberson. That's who. Yeah, Roberson as well could get in that lineup once he's healthy. Yeah, that starting lineup could really just be Shro, Westbrook. Uh, Paul George, Paul George, Robertson, and then Stephen Adams. Yeah, or you can go Jay and Grant and play small. If you, yeah, you, when you're going against the war- and that lineup, that small lineup is what they will be using against the Warriors, because Paul George will, well, except when Demarcus isn't on the floor. When Demarcus isn't on the floor, that's the lineup you most likely be using against the Warriors. Jerry and Grant, Paul George, and Roberson can now have duties on Kevin Durant. See, that's the thing with Kevin with Warrior with Kevin Durant, you want to have body, multiple bodies you can throw at him. And that yeah. team, they they have bodies. They have the the player, the Frenchman that they got from Philadelphia, who could turn this, into. A what's his name? Um, the, me, is it the Jeffrey Laverne or whatever? No, nah, it's uh. Let me see. He was. Drafted. I have no idea who you're talking about. Uh, let me let me look him up. Okay, see. Oh, Mikel Petrus. I wish if they had Peaches back. <laughs> I wish that's my guy right there. My guy. Hold on. It's so hard to look at rosters nowadays. Uh, his name is uh, Luwa Awu. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Timothy Luwa. Yeah, it started, like yeah, Cabral or some yeah. crap like that. Yeah, I feel like he could be a Roberson type player. I don't know how he, well, well he can shoot, but I think defensively he can be that type of player. So yeah, you I could, feel like in like Summer League last year. He actually looked pretty decent, yeah. if I remember correctly. So, and I, I so you have Jay, you got the you got Grant, Paul PG, uh, Timothy, um, Robertson. Robertson. Yeah, you got four guys you can have guarding Kevin Durant. So that's yeah, they got they got some good defenders now. Yeah, and just even and in, even if you had Robert, you have you had Schroeder coming off the bench. That's the, like one of the, that's 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 your sixth man of the year next year. He'd just be doing that, uh, what Reggie Jackson did. Yeah, that could be your six man. That's the six man. If he comes off the bench, he's the six man of the year. I'm I can, on, yeah. I'm calling Maybe. it. Maybe. I mean, I don't know what Lou Williams, what his plans are for next season. But Nobody knows. He he. Did you see that tweet? Nobody knows what Lou Williams <laughs> doing. He's trying to make it seem like he's just like partying and stuff. So people sleep on him, man. Yeah, I don't know. Is so my my top five candidates are gonna or I don't have my other two, but my I'm throwing I'm throwing Buddy in. If Buddy comes off the bench next year, wait, do you have to come from a winning team to be six? Nah. All right, then we in it. We in it. We in there like swimwear. Buddy, Buddy, uh, Lou Williams, obviously. And Schrodinger are going to be the leading candidates for Sixth Man of the Year next year. Book it. Yeah, if, yeah, if, if Schro gets a uh, Schro comes off the de- off the bench, I could I could see that Book just it. because of how Reggie Jackson used to come off the bench for RKC. But then again, they did have KD on that team. Yeah, so. that is true. That is true. I think it's funny because then Russ, like with Russ, if if Schro comes, if Russ, if Schro starts, Russ will be at his natural shooting guard position. He's more of a shooting guard. Um, would it be better for them to just have a natural point guard instead of Schrodinger? Have a natural point guard at the one and have Russ start at the two and have Paul George at the three? Or what would you think? Be the best I don't lineup? think it. I, don't, I feel like whoever starts, Russ is still going to be primary ball handler. So yeah, I don't okay. know if it matters. I think it's more can Schrodinger play off the ball? Yeah, okay. And then, like, occasionally 
be in charge of the offense when Russ needs a break and stuff, yeah. I guess. Because, like, I felt like a good player. Like, I, I would like to see T.J. McConnell from Philadelphia end up on the on the Thunder. Yeah. I don't know why. I just feel like he would be a good fit with Russ. You know, you know, somebody that can handle point guard duties when Russ is tired. Yeah. Allow Russ yeah. to, you know, because sometimes Russ, I would like to see what would happen because Russ likes, Russ is going to shoot. He's going to shoot when he wants to, but I would like to see if he would come off the ball, you know, and, and come around and, and get easier shots. His shots, I, I want to see him get easier shots. That's all I want to see. I don't, he's not the, you know, he's not the best shooter in the league, but he's still going to take the shot. Why not make it easier for him? Yeah, that dude takes the most difficult shots in the NBA. Yeah, he's going to take the shot no matter what. Why don't we make it? Why anybody ever thought about Has anybody in the OKC organization ever thought about that? Maybe that's why Kevin Durant left. They, nobody was making the shots easier for these guys. Like, it's because it's uh, they want to take the hard shots. Russ wants to make the hard shots so it looks better. Like, no, no. From what I hear, KD, KD, KD trying to make easy shots. He, 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 he want to make shots so easy. He went to the Warriors, man. He want to make easy shots. That's because he's uh, he's soft, bro. Oh wait, let's, let's not jump around. Let's not jump. Let's, hey, we, 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 we got to get back to the boy Melo. Okay, man. back to okay. So we talked about the uh, the OKC side of the trade. Okay, and so Carmelo, the Carmelo side, him going to the Rockets. Do you want him if you're the Rockets? After you see I what he did in OKC. Granted, he's gonna go back with Mike D'Antoni, which didn't work didn't out. Work out the first time, but. Uh, Melo and CP3 are uh, close, right? Out of boat, boys. So I can see, like CP3 trying to give, convince Melo uh, to take some type of role, which I still think Melo's not down to take any type of reduced come off the bench role. Mm-hmm. But I could see, like this is his last chance. Yeah, I feel like for Melo to like go onto a super team, you know, this is his last chance, and if he like, keeps playing the way he was playing in OKC where he's just doo-doo butter, mm-hmm. you know? So it's it's like, this is the year. You got to show it. And then, so I could see it working just because this dude's trying to keep playing in the NBA and just because <clears throat> he's boys with CP3. Yeah, the Banana Bowl boys. I just, I don't know. I just feel like after I saw what, how, because OKC, they got knocked out by the Jazz first round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all get that. Rookie, let, they got knocked out by a rookie. Got it. But no one talks about OKC was starting to pick up steam before Roberson got hurt. Before he got hurt, they were looking like a team that could challenge anybody in the East, in the West and in the East. <laughs> they were looking like they could challenge anybody. And they played really well without Carmelo. I don't know what the metrics were, but there there's some you can look up stats and see how they played with Melo on the floor and without Melo on the floor, and it's like night and day. And I don't know. I feel like that's why I have a lot of faith in OKC this year. I feel like they could, you know, really shock us because they don't have Melo. But yeah. just just knowing that, and and Dan, Dan Morey, what's that fool? The owner, not the owner, the GM for the Rockets. He's the analytics analytics guy. You know, you would think that he would know this. You know, he would from the analytics perspective, he would see that the thunder play well without Melo, and he would why would he go after Melo knowing this because he has to know this i know he knows this it's because everybody still believes in Melo and thinks uh, that he can drop like 25 30 points on a given night i just think yeah, those people are just misguided Melo's but probably... but you know i think the rockets really just might be the best opportunity you got two superstars there but both of those guys 
share the ball relatively well. They both average some pretty high assist numbers, you know? That's true. So I, I think if there's any super team setup that could potentially work for Melo, uh, Houston being the only team that's looking like he's going to go to is the best opportunity, especially with those with Chris Paul and James Harden sharing the ball. I feel you. I mean, better. If I we didn't. I did. Well, at least I didn't believe that the Chris Paul and, and James Harden worked together. But I mean, they worked out pretty well. So maybe they can incorporate Melo and make everything work. Yeah, and uh, the Rockets need a small forward now since they lost Trevor Ariza and uh, oh, yeah, Luke that... Mbamute. What I think I think if history's shown us one thing, when D'Antoni and Melo are not working out and things are going well, all you need is a little Jeremy Lin to solve everything. Let's invite Jeremy Lin back home to the Rockets. Yeah, bring him to Houston, man. Bring him back. Have let's do Lin Sanity point two, bro. Like all we need is all we need to do is get Amari Stoudemire from the big three league. And then, oh, he's, he's trying to get in the league anyway. Let's, so, get, let's get Amari Stoudemire back, Carmelo, Dan Tony, and Jeremy Lin, and I guarantee you there'll be some magic. So I know you <laughs> some, some kind of magic. I know you want to move on to one thing, but since we hit we hit LeBron, we hit kind of Chris Paul and Melo. Why don't we round out the Banana Boat Boys and talk okay. about Dwayne Wade receiving that contract? I'm gonna butcher the name, but let's it's hear the Zhejiangs, the Zhejiang, Zhejiang. <laughs> the Zhejiang Golden Bulls have reportedly Bulls. given Dwayne Wade. A, they offered him a contract. I think it was for twenty five million. I think three years, twenty five million. <laughs> How much is he getting paid right now? Is that more think, than he's getting paid right now? I think he's getting paid less than that right now. Or uh, close. There's no way he get, he's going to go play in China. I know. I just I just thought it was interesting, and they gave it him a deadline. It is interesting. They gave it's, him a deadline. Well, I know in uh, in world soccer, they're playing or like the Chinese uh, football league is uh, like last season and the season before that, they were offering fat contracts to like that like big time players who were kind of uh, fading out of their prime, and yeah. some of the big time players who were like less known. Yeah, and like a lot of guys moved to the Chinese soccer league. Uh, so maybe the basketball league's trying to do the same ta- tactic. Well, he is getting paid less currently. I don't know if he has a new deal on, in the works, but he's getting. He, I think last year he got two point three million. They're offering him five million a year. It's a little more. But it would be interesting if he went to China. Maybe he's trying to be the next uh, Stephon Marbury. Could he and, take uh, the throne? If could he take the throne from Stephon Marbury? Because Jimmer's trying to, but I don't know if anybody can get into the hearts better than Steph. Get into the Chinese hearts like Stephon Marbury. And, I think if anybody could at this point who has a potential of going to China, it would be D Wade. Just because uh, I feel like he's even more popular. With yeah, the Chinese fans than Stefan Marbury. Because right now, you have Stefan Marbury, Yao Ming, and Mulan. <laughs> to me, there's nobody more influ- influential in China than those three. Sure, you could throw in like Guan Yu. I played, Is it uh, freaking I, China Clay, too? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. China Clay. China Clay, too, right? China Clay is up there, but he, no, he has to put in some time in. I'm not giving Okay, it. okay. You saw how many Mongolians Mulan beat? Come yeah, on, you're now. right. And then you saw what Yao Ming. Yao Ming graduated from college out there. Come on, man. 
Yo, and he protects the elephants. And he protects elephants and probably pandas too. Yeah, probably. So I just feel, you know, Dwayne Wade might be able to. But I can see D Wade breaking into that if he decided to go if to China. This is this the fun conversation is all contingent on if Dwayne Wade would do it. But he probably he most likely he probably he most likely wouldn't. Yeah, I, I couldn't see him uh, going to China just because I feel like he already has it made in the United States. Why, uh, why go to China? Like Steph, Stephon Marbury went to China because he was kind of screwed in the NBA, you know. And then uh, Jimmer because he couldn't even like get on a roster. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's not going. I just thought I, if he did go, I could definitely see him being bigger than Stephon Marbury, though. Yeah, he because he has the he has the clout, and then they would try to talk him into bringing the. Could you imagine if the whole banana boat boys ended up in China? Oh my goodness! How many people they they turn instantly into gods? They would they would knock Yao Ming, Stephon Marbury, and Mulan out the ring. I don't think they'd knock Yao Ming out, man. I don't know, man. You have LeBron. Like you have LeBron like in China. A demigod to the Chinese people. You think? Well, could you imagine what LeBron would do? Y'all mean it's like Xerxes. <laughs> All LeBron would have to do <laughs> is learn a little Mandarin, and he'd be straight. Yo, come on. I'm a, I, come on, man. I still got to pull for Yao Ming, man. All right, fight for your That's rights. That's the boy. Fight for your boy. What? Okay, all right, let's, let's, let's move on to, because, oh, we're at 56. Let's move on to, okay, we got a few more topics on the docket. You know, we're trying to keep this these podcasts around, you know, forty five minutes to an hour, 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 hour fifteen. Don't want to go over too much because that's when you guys start getting bored, right? Man, how do you get bored, man? We we got some interesting stuff going on. Oh yeah, let's get to the let's get to some fun stuff. The CJ KD beef. Yeah, we got initials out here beefing. CJ KD beef. All right, so yeah. back to backstory. You know, CJ McCollum has a podcast. On this podcast, he talks about all things NBA. You know, be that may be that be that what it may. How anybody feel about that? Whatever. He's a good player, so he's a, pretty much everyone allows him to talk about other things because in this world, for some reason, your opinions only value are valid if you actually played the sport professionally for some reason. But <laughs> that's why this unqualified podcast exists. Because you people out there, but so he had Kevin Durant on the guest, and he had a he had Kevin Durant as a guest on the podcast, and I guess at one point they were talking about Kevin's move to the Warriors, and on the podcast, uh, CJ said he was so mad, he was like he was mad that he uh, that he left, and then <laughs> and then Kevin Durant said that it was very nonchalantly, it wasn't any. I didn't take it as any disrespect, but I'm gonna says, take it as disrespect. <laughs> he says, "What do you? What were you mad for? You guys weren't gonna win anyways." And then so that was that little segment on the podcast was like spread out across social media, and it was like blown up. So I guess on Twitter, I guess one of the, you know either a Portland fan or a CJ fan or some type of fan replied to CJ and was like, "Is it too early to call Kevin Durant the B word or something like that?" CJ replies by saying. Should I read the quote like directly? No, nah, I'm gonna improvise. Nah, C- dude, CJ, yeah, it's just a uh, paraphrase. CJ replied by saying, "It is. I saying the B word is a little too much, but <laughs> I do feel that the move was very soft. Soft. It bro. was a soft move by joining the Warriors. It was similar to 
getting jumped by a gang with your brother, your brother, you and your brother getting jumped by a gang, then the next week you join the gang and jump your brother. Wait, but isn't that how you get initiated into gangs? You get jumped in? Hey, I'm not the one that gave the analogy. I'm just going off CJ's analogy. Then Kevin Durant clapped back and said, so I would jump my brother join that I live with, join the gang, and then jump my brother again or something like that. Yeah, Katie's response really confused me. And then he said, I was just on your podcast. Wow, you think that low of me. Snakes, watch out for the snakes. Snakes in the grass, man. Watch out for the snakes. So, and then afterwards, CJ replied, I am going to stop reporting on all things Kevin Durant joining the Warriors because it's childish. At this point... What ha- I think it was a soft move, but it's childish of me to report on that. It and, was soft, bro. In the end, where do you where, where do you, where do you stand on this? The, the KD CJ, the CJ KD First off, the first initial problem I got is why the heck CJ McCollum got a freaking podcast? You know, what he yeah. need to do a podcast for? <laughs> <clears throat> this boy is getting paid millions of dollars to play basketball why he out here trying to steal people who be working hard on their podcasts like us you know and he already has this giant fan base because he's a a star like why are these stars starting podcasts youtube channels and all this other stuff man you already got a huge following what you need more people for i feel you and it's always you know and cj you know when he first when i first heard he had a podcast i kind of felt that you know these are your peers, and once you start speaking on your peers, you're going to get backlash, and you got to be ready for what comes at you. And yeah, Kevin, but I agree. That move was soft. KD is soft for that, man. I always thought he was soft. Uh, he Okay, so I didn't. I necessarily didn't agree. Yeah, I thought the move was soft, but in this instance, I'm kind of on Kevin Durant's side just because he did – like getting a, a guest of that caliber to come on your podcast is even if CJ's a star, that's still a big deal. You know, getting Kevin Durant, you know, he's he's giving, you know, he's using his time where he could be doing something else. You know, yeah, so, but they could just be buddies hanging out. But still, you know, you know how hard it is to, you know, we do the podcast. Sometimes it's hard to to get an episode out. It's still, you know, regardless of their buddies or not, Kevin Durant still goes on the show and still like gives them, you know, they talk about it on the podcast, and then you know. You don't say that the move was soft on the podcast to Kevin Durant's face. You say it back later on Twitter. That's a little, little, a little snakeish. You could have said that to his face while he's there. Man, if you ain't snaking somebody in life, mm. you ain't living. Oh gosh, oh gosh, dang it! So people, just... people out here trying to act like they ain't snakes in real life, but I know for damn sure everybody is a snake, and you just. You choose to be in the grass or not in the grass. You still a snake. You, you might be right. All I'm saying is Kevin Durant's kind of in the right, and CJ kind of deserved the clap back. He kind of deserved it. He was asking for it. I don't know why KD begin all upset about stuff like this. He deserves uh, for people to call him soft and everything because it was a soft move. It was. And if he gets all butthurt about it. You don't know how to go trying to throw shade at little dookie players from Portland. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> what's up with you? What's up with the shade? Come on, CJ ain't dookie. What are you talking about? <laughs> he ain't done squat in the playoffs. <laughs> dookie, man. Come on, man. 
Like, my boy's already struggling in the playoffs. You don't got to go try to tear him down. Just let him <laughs> tear you down. Bro. You got a ring, and you were weak to get that those rings. Okay? Get over it. Go on. Uh, no, I got I to defend Kevin Durant right now. He balled out in uh, that game against the uh, the Cavs in game three. That fool was. It's easy to ball out when you got all that other talent around you. That's not what he says. He says it's harder to stand out when you have other people that are yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> of course he would say that. Katie's soft, bro. <laughs> CJ McCollum soft too. Oh, who gets geez. in Twitter drama? Both of you guys. Are oh snap! Soft. You going at both of their racks? They no grass that I'm hiding between. I'm <laughs> snaking both of these fools. I'll snake everybody in the NBA if I have to. Oh man, hey, if this guy's rolling, if this guy's snaking people, I'm snaking them with them. Y'all both <laughs> is soft. Why y'all arguing? Y'all got money. Y'all arguing about what a Twitter beef? Y'all soft, That's what man. I'm saying, bro. They're soft, man. They got money. What they even need a podcast for? Get uh, out of here. I feel you. I feel you. Every day, we out here trying to get monetized. Yeah, we out here just trying to get our followers up into the, the teens, bro. Come yeah. on, CJ. Get out of here. Oh, yeah. And, and y'all out there, can y'all subscribe to the YouTube channel, please? You know, we trying to get that. We trying to get our subscribers up. We sitting at 12 right now, which is an accomplishment. And we want to thank oh, you. Oh, yeah. It's an oh, accomplishment. Yeah. We want to thank you guys. But you know, I just I don't want my mama list the only listener. My mom right now, my mama listening. She yeah, my me, mama don't even listen. My mama calling me. She like, hey, that was a good episode. Keep up the good work. I'm like, yo, yo, chill, mama. I, I, thanks for the support, but you, you gotta go. You got you got you can't, you gotta go. I I told my mama. I said you don't gotta listen to it. You, I just need to subscribe. That's it. Come on, y'all. I'm out here using my mama for subscribes. Y'all gotta help us out. Y'all gotta yeah. help us. Yeah, make sure everybody listening right now, you subscribe to our YouTube channel, you follow our Instagrams and our Twitter and everything, and then tell your friends about it. You know, get the word out, spread the word about un- unqualified, uneducated. Come spread on, spread the love. We know there's some unqualified, uneducated people out there, man. Y'all, yeah, one of us. Snake and you don't hide behind the grass. Give us a follow. Subscribe man, to us. Man, Come on, stop man. being a snake. Slither out the grass and use that slithery tongue to like the button. Like yeah, the like button. Be freaking proud to be a snake, man. Ain't no insult to me. Oh wow, that's a, that's kind of impressive. I'd be like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, come on, man. Everybody is slithering, man. Slither on to that keyboard and hit that button, man. Yeah, if, if your number, if your favorite character in Harry Potter ain't Voldemort where he has those slits instead of a nose, you ain't even a real Harry Potter fan, to be honest. <laughs> All right, man. Okay, so we, 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 we pretty much hit the NBA. Not a lot going on in other sports. Our football guru... Uh, was not able to come in today. He has all the football knowledge. He might be on the podcast next week, depending on his schedule or not. You know, we're not we're talking about Smash. If you don't know, what we're talking about, but you do, because <laughs> you guys are our loyal listeners, and you know he's we're gonna be talking about some football topics when he comes back on hopefully next week. Um, yep. And so you know we we just hit the basketball. Not much going on in other things. There's some baseball topics out there. Um, we're looking for a baseball guru. Hopefully, we'll get one at one point. Or I, I know Carl. People people hit home runs. They run around the bases. They catch the ball sometimes. And that's still that's happening. Baseball. That's still happening at this moment. So it's still happening. A hundred and sixty-two times or whatever. But you know, we'll be there when that when those playoffs starts. 
Oh, we'll be there. We'll be there. We'll be there. Well, not there, like here. We'll be there on, yeah. Not here, there. there. Here and there. I mean, we could say that we're there. They would never know. Mm, gotcha. So, what you, what you, what you watching right now? You watching any shows or anything? Yeah, so, uh, actually, there's two things I'm watching right now. All right. First thing that I started watching was, uh, what's that, what's that deal called? Um, oh my goodness. Oh, Last Chance You. La- okay, on uh, Netflix? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, on Netflix. They went to a new, a new, uh, town. They're at a new school in, like, Kansas. It's pretty crazy, man. This coach is 30 times worse than the coach from the original, uh, school. If you, if you've seen those seasons, this dude is that fool on steroids? Oh, for real? He's some white dude from Compton. And <laughs> I never heard somebody uh, use so many cuss words in every other sentence. It's wild, man. This dude goes crazy. And all he does is yell. There's drama between the coaches. There's drama between the players. There's drama between the coaches and the players. It's oh, just, word. it is a soap opera in real life. It's crazy. Oh, I got to check this out. I got it. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a hop on Netflix. I'm going a, I'm to a do that. Yeah, um, check that out. And then, uh, anime wise, right now, well, I'm me and uh, me and my girl were rewatching Seven Deadly Sins. Okay. Good anime. Check it out. I love it. And uh, it's just it's just like good stuff. And animes love their uh, the Japanese people love their Seven Deadly Sins. So in <laughs> any anime, they always got those seven sins in it. So you just got to check out the one that's called Seven Deadly Sins. Oh yeah, you're right. They uh they go ham on the Seven Deadly Sins. That was in uh yeah. that was in what's his what's that uh yeah that was in uh Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah, yep, yep, yeah that was too. They and I've seen that occur in like lots of other animes. There's... Yeah, I guess it, it must be like a big thing, a big thing in Japan. That is, it, it, it most likely, most likely. But the is. yeah the uh the actual anime that I'm watching just solo right now is this anime fairy tale. Hey. And, yeah, and it's about like wizards and stuff. It yeah, it if I, if you just say it's about wizards it sounds lame, but anime wizards, those dudes are sick, man. Oh yeah, yeah. They got they got this boy Natsu. This hey. fool goes hard. He's like like half dragon or something. This fool eats fire. <laughs> Natsu so Dragonil. That's out, my man. guy. They got Natsu Dragonil, Grey Fullbringer. Yeah, great. They, dude, they just they got they formed this little team with Natsu Gray and uh er, shoot, what's your Lucy, name? Lucy, Lucy, Erza. Yeah, Erza. That they they went so hard, man. And then you know what? They even got some inspiring stuff up in there. And you always gotta like an anime. An anime that got that inspiring stuff up in there. You know, that's when you know it's good. That's when you yeah, know like, it's good. Yeah, damn near tears brought to my eyes at some of those points. Oh yeah. How how far are you in there? Uh, I just got to this part where they were they were at the the island with the that big demon Dolorius or whatever. Uh huh. And uh, they just like prevented that all that from happening. They destroyed the moon out the sky. Okay, okay, okay. I feel you. I feel you. Okay. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just I'm still in that first season, but it, it's uh it's pretty good watch. All right. Yeah. Like you said, I think there's only one season on Netflix, but I'm a uh I'm gonna drop you my uh, Crunchyroll information. The then, plug, and then you could you could get watching. I I know I'm not gonna put it on the podcast. Have like, <laughs> That's weekend. Yeah, <laughs> don't put nothing on the podcast. You man. know, our whole tour gonna have twelve people on my, my on the Crunchyroll <laughs> account. All twelve of us watching at one time. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. I've uh, I saw Uncle Drew recently. 
Oh, uh, uh, yeah. How was that, doo-doo? It was actually better than I thought it was going to be. I wouldn't was say. It, was it worth uh, Kyrie going out for the rest of the season? Dang it, man. He did not <laughs> He did not get hurt for the movie, man. Stop saying that. You spread too many rumors about that, man. So it, it was, it was, I felt like it was decent. It wasn't like something I was going to be like, you know, nobody's going to write home about it. But it, for what it was, it was decent. I only problem I had was like the, uh, the, I forgot the actor's name, the lead actor on, he was, uh, oh, I forgot his name. Uncle, I'm looking up the cast right now. Uh, I think it's like Little Rail. I don't even know who that is. Yeah, his name like Little Rail or something like that. It basically, what it felt like was he was just a knockoff Kevin Hart. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it was like I was like, uh, oh, that's it felt like it felt like they made this movie for Kevin Hart but couldn't get Kevin Hart to be that character. So they had this guy become or given an impersonation of Kevin Hart. So, so I, like what even happens in this movie? So basically it's about a, a guy that uh he it's about a guy that uh let's see, he's a co he's a coach of uh team of uh basketball like street teams for like the rucker park yeah in new york and on this team it's funny because on this team he has aaron gordon on his team so aaron gordon's in this movie and aaron, aaron gordon, gordon yeah aaron gordon is balling and i saw this was he injured too this last year no nah, no nah, he was actually playing but in this Damn. movie in this movie it was funny because i saw it with some i saw it with uh uh my co-workers kids and they were they one of them uh he said i wish aaron gordon was this good in real life because Aaron Gordon was like balling in the movie, like balling. So he has this Aaron Gordon on his team. All of a sudden, uh, the rival comes and he steals Aaron Gordon from the team. So and he so th- and now this guy has to find a, a a team to compete against the new team with Aaron Gordon on there and win the money because he gets into a situation where he needs money. As they all, it's all about it's all yeah, about yeah, money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry about this. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! So then the movie's about, you know, him meeting Kyrie, who's Uncle Drew, and him and Uncle Drew going across America to reunite the team that broke up like fifty years ago. And a and lot of who who are the other like NBA guys that were in it? So you got at at point guard you have Kyrie. Or uh-huh. actually Kyrie is actually I would say he's the shooting guard. So uh at shooting guard at point guard you have Nate Robinson. Oh, okay, okay. At shooting guard you have Kyrie. Small forward is uh, Reggie 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 Miller. Power forward was Chris Webber. And okay. Your center, as you already know, the big Shaq diesel, Daddy. Shaq Daddy. Ooh. So, actually, it was when they were when they got to like the tournament and they were actually playing. It was actually pretty fun to you know kind of just watch them do their own thing. Like yeah. you see, you see Reggie Miller shooting, which is funny. It's just it's funny because they're all super old. So they were they were they were doing type all types of things and uh, uh, and then uh, it was it was just funny to see like them do they had like a dance battle in a club which they had they were playing basketball so it it was it was it was it was pretty it was pretty funny it was it was a it's a fun watch um some at some point there were some parts in the movie in the beginning where I was like yeah, it's a little more adult with some of the jokes I think they could probably should have toned it down with some of the adult jokes because. Uncle Drew is most likely for the kids. Yeah, they they need to. I think they didn't. It's not that the jokes were like too sexual. There were some that were, but I feel like some of the jokes probably went over the kid's head. And then sometimes I guess you know you have those jokes in there for the parents, just so the parents are stay focused while they're watching the movie. All right, all right. So, 
on a scale of um, one to ten, one being uh, or ten being Space Jam, obviously, mm. and one being Thunderstruck. Ooh. Where does uh, Ooh, <laughs> hey, Drew Ooh. Land? Oh man, I was gonna say if it was a normal scale, I'd have said it's like a five point seven or something. But I'm there's <laughs> no way this movie compares to Thunderstruck. It's <laughs> it, Space Jam is the goat of all kid basketball movies. I'm gonna say this is a solid six. Whoa, okay. I'm gonna okay. give it a, maybe a, a five point five, five point five to solid six. All right, all right. That, like it's, it it's, might be it's, worth a watch. It's worth a watch, but if you if you can watch it without paying for it, it's ideal. Okay, that's what I like to hear. That's that's the kind of reviews I'm trying to hear because I ain't trying to go pay. And there you go to watch Enter Kyrie, especially uh, yes. act. <laughs> <laughs> and you know how we watch movie and we troll the whole movie. I'm yeah, like, this is yeah. a good movie for you and I to watch. That's that's a good one, like when it come out on Netflix to yeah. watch or something. There you go. Or like one of those other ways you could watch a movie uh, when they release them after they're out of theaters. That is that is right where that is right where you should be. Yep. Alrighty. All right. So we kind of talked about everything. So um, intro music for this week is going to be once again by my my boy, a good friend of mine, Michael Rod, Ben Lewin, or you can just call him Mike. I'm gonna thanks, start, Mike. I'm gonna plug. I'm gonna plug uh, his his uh, the SoundCloud page again, Instagram page if he wants me to post all that good stuff. The song that's gonna be playing is gonna be. Hold on, let me get the info. I I was real trash at uh. You're doing it again, bro. Yeah, I'm super trash. You're <laughs> you started out good. I started, you started out, out so good. I'll good. give it to you. So this song that's gonna be that I'm gonna play is gonna be it's gonna be called Focus. It's gonna be with my boy Mike Mike Van Lewin and his his boy Ernie Hostile. Thanks, Arnold. Oh jeez. So that <laughs> song is gonna be called Focus. It's gonna have I'm gonna have a I'm gonna plug the uh the link to the SoundCloud page and all that good stuff. So you know, any, any last words for you, Carl? Uh, no, uh, I I thoroughly enjoyed making this podcast this week, and uh, I hope everybody listening enjoyed it as well. Uh, and uh, this is your rookie, rookie junior nephew, your great uncle podcaster Carl coming at you. You know, see you guys next week. <laughs> you already know it's your boy Young Dolo, aka Robbie. AKA Robert. Robert just sounds kind of lame sometimes when you just say Robert, but uh, Bob. Nah, I'm too old. I'm too young for. It's the thing with, with Robert. There's there's progressions to the name. You start right, out. Bob. You start out with when you're young. You start out with Bob B, Bobby, or you know Robbie Bobby, and then you when you get older, like your teenage to your twenties, you go by Robert, and then once you're in your thirties to forties, you go by Rob, and then once you uh, once you get into your fifties and up, you go by Bob. Right now, whatever, I got whatever people. Whatever you say, Bobbert. <laughs> right now, get <laughs> you. Right now, I got people calling me Robs. That's you know with the S. I'm I'm cool with that. But you know it is what it is. But in, in closing, sometimes in life you may need to unplug your refrigerator. But always remember that it must be plugged in in order in an ordinate time, or else your insides will rot, and your Ooh. ice cream will melt. Life is fleeting, so is ice cream. And we out. We out.
heck for you naysaying haters this dope is like crack to you tracking no map i'm playing the hands i was dealt better my health and my wealth be best version of myself i'm talking to you and i heard it myself you don't listen i'm sure to be sure with myself because i'm certainly surfacing further from earth and i'm circling god on the belt i want the belt my team full of stars come see for yourself we do it large no medium help i dream of my album sold out on the shelves yeah i pull dreams to reality cannily Haters my casualties when they valiantly try to dismantle me See I was dreaming some things but I'm proud to speak That they mind and they ain't for the taking Are you aesthetically ready and petty to conquer these monsters when they pass ya Like letting y'all forget in the past, never getting past her Dumb, I got them all scared And dumb, they say it ain't fair But what do I care when they judge me for all of these years My eyes are wide open like I beam in a deer I'm focused like the first time I poked it I'm hoping it lasts Just waiting for my break then we signing the cast i got two babies it's crazy how could i fail with them in mind i'm breaking through hell life is a struggle we know it too well should it have you feeling trapped in the cell just waiting for bail pero la vida no es toda mala so suelta la pistola y regresa la bala que siga la batalla hasta que te ganes tus alas y no te enojes perro que así nadie gana ten fe en tu misma si nadie te engaña en allá Last day, I prayed that every card that you had in this game got played in a way so everybody remembers your name. And on your last day, I prayed that every card that you had in this game got played in a way so everybody remembers your name. Yeah.